WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Reproductive Freedom for All has turned in more than 753,000 petition signatures to the Michigan Secretary of State to get their ballot proposal on the November ballot. If approved by voters, it would guarantee a person's right to make their own decisions about abortion and other facets of reproductive care. Michigan does have a law from 1931 on the books banning abortion, but it's currently blocked by a court injunction. Renee Shalane founded Northland Family Planning Centers and notes... The need has become even more pressing since Roe versus Wade was overturned. People are outraged and angry and then want to do something to take back this right. Many people who are unsure about abortion or who even told us that they were anti-abortion signed our petitions because they said this has gone too far. The Michigan legislature has taken no action on reproductive rights despite opinion polls showing a majority of the state's voters support the right to an abortion. Advocates for the amendment cite Michigan's gerrymandered districts, which tend to favor Republicans, as one reason and hope the new maps drawn by an independent commission to be used this year for the first time will lead to more competition and fairness in Lansing. Meanwhile, the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade now kicks the issue of abortion back to the states, at least until there's a federal law on abortion passed. This means the view of state lawmakers on abortion now matter. During last week's forum with the five candidates for the Michigan House in the 38th District, we asked the three Republicans and two Democrats what they think. Republican Troy Rowling noted he has the endorsement of right to life. We need to have pro-life candidates in office to be able to handle that. The 1931 law is in place now. I think it needs to stay in place. The 1931 state law bans all abortions in Michigan except when the mother's life is in danger. Republican Kevin Whiteford said abortion should be a state issue. I am pro-life. I believe in life at conception. I believe that pro-life means life at conception all the way to the end of life. Republican George Lucas also said he's pro-life. Democrat Joey Andrews said he's pro-choice, full stop. I believe that the choice to get an abortion should be between a woman and her doctor, a woman and her family, or just the woman and herself, but not a woman and her politician. Democrat Annie Brown said she's pro-choice, noting the only she's the only woman in the race and adding she's also the only one who's had a miscarriage. She said all abortions are painful decisions, but they're to be made by the woman affected. All five are running in their party's primary set for August 2nd. St. Joseph City commissioners are looking to put some limits on the public comment section of their meetings, potentially saving some time. During a meeting last night, Mayor Laura Goose said public comments at commission meetings now are a sort of free-for-all with no time limit, and often with commissioners speaking back to the commenters. That is unusual, as most elected bodies have time limits on comments from members of the public and the elected bodies don't answer back. Commissioner Lynn Todman noted Monday there was a recent meeting at which one woman took up more than 20 minutes talking. She and all the other commissioners agreed each public comment should be limited to three minutes. The question of whether commissioners should engage the commenters was tougher, with Goose noting it feels strange not to talk with them. The commission instructed city staff to draft a form for people to submit requests for commissioners. The new policy does not require a commission vote. It looks like bird scooters may not be operating in the city of St. Joseph. During a meeting last night at the city commission, the body was to get an update on the status of the company's scooter rentals in town. 
But Mayor Goose noted they appear to have pulled back, at least for now. She said there were only a handful of scooters spotted over the weekend. I don't know that there's much for us to discuss because they haven't put scooters out, really, because the two to four that were out were probably coming from the city of Benton Harbor. They, they were. Yeah. Goose said the Bird app shows the scooters were rented in Benton Harbor. It was noted Bird has hired a new manager for the area, but it seems all the scooter rentals are taking place in Benton Harbor. There had been complaints about scooters being left around town when Bird launched its rental service in St. Joe. Bird said it needed to have more scooters in town for the operation to be profitable. A Hartford man is facing a charge of murder and the death of an 18-month-old boy. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department says police were called to Waterfleet Hospital on a report of an 18-month-old with trauma due to abuse on April 23rd of 2021. Baby died after being airlifted to a hospital in Kalamazoo. After a lengthy investigation, police say 22-year-old Jacob Tanner was arrested Monday. He's charged with homicide and first-degree child abuse. Tanner was arraigned this week and is being held in the Van Buren County Jail without bond. Police say the baby had suffered blunt force trauma. The Michigan State Police Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Division has a special enforcement period taking place this week as it inspects commercial vehicles around the state and watches out for safety violations on the road. MSP Motor Carrier Lieutenant David Haynes tells us the Motor Carrier's Division focuses specifically on commercial vehicles like semis. We're looking for distracted driving, extremely hazardous, not paying attention to the road in front of you to stop traffic, to construction zones, improper lane usage, speeding, following too closely. Another one that goes right along with distracted driving is mobile use. It is illegal to use a handheld device while operating a commercial vehicle. Haney notes, semis can cause quite a lot of damage when they're involved in a crash, so it's important for safety rules to be enforced. Officers will also look out for signs of impaired driving as part of their campaign. This is the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance's Operation Safe Driver Week. And from one Dan to another, Dockside Dan's is changing hands. The sale of the popular Sister Lakes restaurant was announced last week by previous owner Dan Sheed. The new owners won't be traveling far as Dan LaFond and Allie LaFond also uh, own neighboring Driftwood Summer Shop. Allie and I live here year-round, and in the wintertime, in the late fall, uh, Sister Lakes is kind of a ghost town. The only restaurant, to our knowledge, that's open Thursday to Monday every week, 12 months out of the year, is Dockside Dance. Together with Ali's sister, Heather Van Antwerp, who has extensive restaurant experience, the three say they don't intend on changing what Dockside Dan's is to the community. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News Now continues. Another hearing of the House Select Committee on January 6th took place today. Michelle Franzen has more. Supporters of former President Trump testifying this hour before the House Select Committee, including members of far-right extremist groups who were among the rioters on January 6th. The panel presented evidence earlier showing President Trump continued to falsely claim the election was stolen, even after his advisors and White House legal counsel told him he had lost. ABC News political director Rick Klein. Everyone in Trump's White House orbit, up to 
anyone, including his White House counsel, said it was over. The election was done. But this group that got into the White House, including Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and, and other assorted figures like Michael Flynn, prevailed on him that he wasn't out of options, that there was another op- opportunity. And that, according to the committee and the way they've laid it out, is when the president decided to get behind the idea of a massive rally on January 6th, the day of the counting of electoral votes. Trump's supporters testifying today say they were inspired by Trump's words to go to Washington, D.C. and march to the Capitol. I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. The vice chair of the House January 6th committee says Donald Trump has attempted to contact a witness who is talking to the panel investigating the attack on the Capitol. Congresswoman Liz Cheney said at Tuesday the Justice Department's been notified. She said, quote, we will take any effort to influence witness testimony very seriously. The January 6th committee has revealed the details of an unhinged late-night meeting at the White House has defeated President Donald Trump's outside lawyer suggested the military seize state voting machines. At today's hearing, the panel also highlighted the ways of violent far-right extremist groups answered what one lawmaker said was Trump's, quote, siren call to come to Washington. Andy, ABC's Andy Field tells us the committee feels that was Donald Trump's last grasp effort to seize election machines and overturn the election. President Trump's former White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, saying he forcefully told Mr. Trump's outside advisors that the government could not just seize voting machines. Can the federal government seize voting machines? It's a terrible idea for the other aides and recorded testimony describing a profane shouting match in the Oval Office between government lawyers and Mr. Trump's outside advisors saying what they were trying to do had no supporting evidence. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. And NASA has re- unveiled a new batch of images from its powerful space telescope. Views released today included a foamy blue and orange shot of a dying star, five galaxies and a cosmic dance and a sparkling landscape of baby stars. The first image from the James Webb Space Telescope unveiled Monday was a jumble of distant galaxies that went deeper into the cosmos than humanity has ever seen. The latest images were released at an event at NASA's Goddard Space Center in Maryland. President Joe Biden has met with the president of Mexico to discuss issues ranging from gas prices to manufacturing to the immigration system, or from ABC's M. Wynn. President Biden and Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador met for a conversation in the Oval Office. The Mexican president talked about needing more local manufacturing and a healthier immigration system. He also said Mexico has been offering cheaper gas to Americans living on border towns. President Biden says he's working to stop human smuggling. The U.S.-Mexico relationship is vital to achieve our goals of everything from the fight against COVID-19 to continuing to grow our economies to strengthening our partnerships. M. Wynn, ABC News, Washington. Three Americans were quietly jailed in Venezuela earlier this year for allegedly trying to enter the country illegally, and they now face long prison sentences in the politically turbulent nation. Two of them, lawyer Edvin Hernandez from California and computer programmer Jarrell Kenimore from Texas, were arrested in late March. That was just days after President Nicolas Maduro's socialist government freed two other Americans following a meeting with U.S. officials. At least eight more Americans, including five oil executives and three veterans, remain imprisoned in Venezuela. COVID variants are raising concerns at the White House COVID response team briefing today. ABC's 
Derek Dennis has more. Troubling data from the CDC on COVID-19 variants. The CDC says the Omicron subvariant BA5 is the dominant strain in the U.S. now, accounting for an estimated 65% of new cases. The BA4 subvariant accounts for about 16% of cases. The CDC says combined, the two are blamed for 81% of new cases nationwide. White House COVID response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha says people over 50 are especially at risk. You are eligible for your first booster or second booster if you've not got gotten a vaccine shot this year, go get one now. It could save your life. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The Emmy Award nominations announced today include some snubs and surprises like This Is Us and Blackish walking away forever. Limply and Nathan Lane making history as the most nominated best comedy guest actor in Emmy history. Dave Chappelle's special, The Closer, was nominated for Best Variety Special and Best Directing for a Variety Special despite criticism over its transgender comments. And Hulu's buzzy true crime satire, Only Murders in the Building, was eligible for the first time this year and slayed with 17 nominations. They included writing, outstanding comedy, and stars Martin Short and Steve Martin. And the gas price drops of the last few weeks are turning into real money not being spent at the pumps, says ABC's Alex Stone. With lower oil prices and less demand in the U.S., gas prices are dropping at a rate not seen in years. Gas Buddy is reporting in Florida gas prices are down 51 cents a gallon in the past month. Indiana, 50 cents. Ohio, 49 cents. Wisconsin and Illinois as well. And the list goes on. Gas Buddy saying Americans are spending $142 million less on gas just today than they did on June 14th. A driver with a 20-gallon tank in Florida is spending 10 bucks less this month every time they fill up. Alex Stone, EBC News. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast. 